Welcome to another episode of Aging with Energy, the old guy's travel show. As always, brought to you by the Chamber Plan and the Retirement Sherpa. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to It's been enjoyable getting to relate uh, our stories of travel with people. The idea being that it's... As you age, you need a bit of energy to maybe travel to some of the places around the world that you've always wanted to, whether it's Greece or Georgia or New Orleans. Is it New Orleans? Well, down there they say Nolans. Nolans. Funny because uh, I just thought of it now and you were telling me before we started recording, you were doing some prep about your recent visit to New Orleans, but... You know, I just remembered I actually got to go to New Orleans uh, before you did. Uh, some weird circumstances, but it was the summer of 1980, 1990. No, I'm sorry. 2005. <laughs> and uh, that was my, uh, that visit I went there and I was, I was excited for a couple things. It was also the summer just prior to Katrina. Right. Absolutely. Um, I only remember a couple things: the beignets and the uh, Cafe Du Monde. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I can't speak for everyone, but New Orleans is uh, was one of those bucket list cities for me. You know, sometimes you're in a situation, you know, you you know, going to Europe is a huge undertaking, and then sometimes you look at places at hand, so to speak, and. Where could I pop down for three or four days and experience something I've often heard about and wanted to do? And New Orleans fit the bill for me, Howard. Was that Absolutely. that wasn't your first time? The most recent time? No, and that's another thing about it. It's the type like New York City or Los Angeles or, or San Francisco cities that you can easily visit more than once mm-hmm. and and get just as much out of it. Because it's just a cool environment to be in. And it's a great walking city. And that means a lot to me and my little darling. Um, It's not overwhelming. Right. It's not so huge. Exactly. Yeah. um, Yeah. You can sort of get your head around a few days there and more or less seeing most of it. Mm-hmm. So to speak, you know, it's funny because we, we haven't really talked about this much in, in the show so far about how travel is different, because when I was there in 2005, thankfully, I remember that, you know, I'd never stayed in an Airbnb. That wasn't even part of the landscape. Um, yeah. But now having traveled the last 10 years. I know in your most recent visit, you were in an Airbnb, and they're so great, as we've spoken on earlier shows, about how you get to live in the environment. You get to be part of a neighborhood. Well, that's it. When you go to New Orleans, of course, top of mind, everybody talks about the French Quarter, and that's cool if you want to stay in the French Quarter, but you don't have to. And it gets back to you know the size of the city. We stayed in the warehouse district uh, this latest visit. In an Airbnb, a very cool one, in a converted warehouse, warehouse district. And they've really um, maintained the integrity of the warehouse on the outside. It's pretty cool. It's just a a neat environment. About a 10-minute walk from Bourbon Street. Of course, Bourbon Street, often the focal point. Um, 
of New Orleans, but it doesn't necessarily have to be either. It's just Bourbon Street, again, top of mind, and uh, Mardi Gras, and the beads, and the balconies, and yeah. everything. But, but you know, I, w- I would start there, because I think most people, when you go to New Orleans, one of the first places you want to go is Bourbon Street. And, you know, in 2022, it's dirtier than I remember, grungier, grungier than I remember, Strong scent of urine, Howard, mm. on Bourbon Street. Well, just remind me, when was your first visit? Around the same year you went, I think 2005, the year before Katrina. Yes. Okay. Same thing. And I always wanted to go back, even Delise more so. Really? Because we left thinking, you know, we could do this again. And then all those many years later, we went mm. back and, you know, a new experience. But Bourbon Street just seemed a little creepier than it did the first time but don't get me wrong it's still something you got to do with the bars and the restaurants and the music you know music in the bars and music in the streets and the buskers and the jazz and it really is cool you know and then you stand there and you see the you know it's a narrow street a walking street with all the balconies and you imagine where you know during mar mardi gras the People are hanging out over the balconies and throwing the beads, and some women are showing their breasts. Mm, wait a minute now. takes place as well. Yeah. You know, now, speaking of Burma Street. I wouldn't want. You wouldn't yeah. want. You don't want to show your breasts? Well, I was saying I wouldn't want to go during Mardi Gras because at this age, I'm not big with the crowds. No, well, yeah, exactly. I, and I've walked Bourbon Street. You know, I was just thinking about a, an episode of that Dave Kroll or the Foo Fighters did a series. Do you remember the name of it? I don't either, by the way. Yeah, I know. But yeah, American Highway or something like that. Yes. But uh, yes. the episode in New Orleans, in New Orleans, what made me think of it is, you know, they go to a city and they kind of explore it and then Grohl and the, and the guys end up playing with some locals. And that episode where they go into the bar and he's interviewing some people and then they play together is really a great... First of all, it's a great episode because we love the Foo Fighters, but... It was. I just remember it being kind of cool that those local musicians got to play with Grohl, and you could see how much he respected them. And that is such a big part of the New Orleans experience. Oh, of course. Um, as I say, I wouldn't want to go during Mardi Gras. That would be too much at this age. And it's interesting, the locals there, because everywhere you look, there's beads hanging off trees. And it becomes a bit unsightly, and the locals don't like the beads. They'd actually like beads outlawed because they're just, number one, most of them are made in China, which seems to bother That's <laughs> people right. in New Orleans. Yeah, It's like we're known for this. Why aren't we making our own beads? Yeah. But I thought that was a very interesting take from the locals. It's like, you know, the, 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 enough of the beads. We don't mm-hmm. need that stuff anymore. But, um, you know, Beyond Bourbon Street, too, I highly recommend, and we've talked about this before, the hop-on, hop-off buses are fantastic. You know, and priced really reasonable. They they just are. You know, for 30-some-odd bucks each, you, you get on the bus, you can hop on, hop off, as they say, mm-hmm. and uh, take you to all these interesting areas of the city. And what we do, and I've explained this before, we do a circle we do the whole tour and see the city. Right. And then on the second loop, decide to get off at certain places, right? Well, on your recommend, I did that. I've done it in a couple places, but I did it in San Francisco with my youngest many years ago, like 2015. 
mm-hmm. and then most recently in Paris. And again, on your recommend, I did that. We we did sort of the whole loop, and then at some point got off, and then you just have to figure out when to get back on, and it's at your uh, discretion. But it was also very reasonable. And by the way, I just found this. The series we were talking about is called Sonic Highways with the Foo Fighters. But yeah, the hop on and hop off is great in New Orleans, too, because there's so much history. And I can't even begin to start listing off the historic sites and historic significance of New Orleans and Louisiana Mm -hmm. from so many aspects. You know, one at one point, you know, it it could have actually belonged to Canada that area. But it's funny when you go back in history, areas like that are actually given away by one country to another, like right. Spain to France, and yeah, then yeah, becomes yeah. part of the United States. As I say, there's so much history, and it needs to be explained to you. I mean, too much for here, but. Part of the history too is a place called Preservation Hall. Right. This little cool place. You know, we bought tickets and went in and saw a jazz show, so to speak. And it gives you a real feel for the raw roots of jazz in New Orleans. Like you can, like it just seeps out of the wall. It's like being in the Cavern Club in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a very famous spot. Yeah. Which was very, very cool. And then, you know, the cemeteries. I'm obsessed with the cemeteries, and they're all tombs in in New Orleans. And uh, the first time I went, we could freely walk around the cemeteries. They've sort of pulled back on that now, and they're paid tours. Uh, They want to know who's in the cemeteries for whatever reasons, because there was some crime and looting and or um, muggings going on Mm -hmm. because tourists would go in there. And then behind all the tombs, it would give cover to bad guys. People just jump out from behind a tomb and scare you. And they're and when I say tombs, tombs, because it's below sea level, yeah. as most people know. So you cannot be buried underground in New Orleans. So it's all tombs. And I just find it so fascinating, creepy at the same time. <laughs> but something you've got to do. You know, I mentioned something. off the top, uh, for a long time here in Toronto, I discovered this coffee. The only place you could get it was Chinatown. And we would go into like Spadina area and buy tins and tins of this stuff. And it was a yellow tin of coffee with a a picture of this restaurant in New Orleans. And it was one of the first things I wanted to do when I got there was to see what that looked like. And it's famous for its coffee, Cafe Du Mont, and uh, for its beignets. Now, I asked, I can't remember if you told me this on the other show, but so did you have beignets when you were there this time? Yeah, great segue, because I was going to touch on the food there, you know, and it's Creole. And there's so many fantastic restaurants there, right? And the jambalaya I had there was fantastic. And the and the rice and red beans, so delicious. And of course, the gumbo, you go to different places and get different spins on gumbo. And it's really outstanding but you hear about these beignets my brother-in-law in particular clyde said to me oh when you're in new orleans you have to have a beignet and you got to go to a cafe de mont for the beignets major disappointment for this reporter <laughs> that's right i remember you remember you saying that well i got it we got three they came in a bag of three and it was it's 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 fried dough with yeah. light like icing, icing sugar, sugar on yeah. it. And I I found them nauseating. Like two bites in, it's like, no, this is way too much for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the chicory in the coffee there, and the story behind the chicory is the, when there was a coffee shortage, they 
you know, they they bulked it up with chicory and it caught on. Well, I don't really like that flavor either. So the Cafe de Mon, going there and seeing the original one, it's cool and everything. But it's just the product really doesn't sit well with me. I had other beignets actually in the sort of lobby of the cool warehouse slash condo we were in had them and they were a lot lighter and i enjoyed them but it was explained to me that those really aren't beignets they're more of a a health yeah a health conscious style beignet i much preferred those isn't it they funny because I, I i can i live in a, we i live in downtown you know the west end of the city like mm-hmm. no part of me would ever have fried dough with icing sugar on it on it on it but if i'm there i'd be like okay i'll try it and when you're walking around, there's so many people eating them and just punching them back. And it's like, how do you do that? And there's some people would buy a bag of three. And I sat there and watched them because, you know, yeah. sometimes I like to be disgusted with it. <laughs> this, yeah, like that, eating one and then another. Yeah. And I, I don't get it. That's and I even funny. told my, my brother-in-law, Clyde, I, I don't get it, buddy. You like them. I don't. Uh, but you did have some good meals. I, I have a couple questions because you you stayed across and you were in a Airbnb, mm-hmm. um, not right in the den. Like was it part of the French Quarter? Or was it in that area? Okay, warehouse district. Warehouse district. Right. right off the top. I know. Okay, so is it a couple minutes ago? I've already forgotten. So was it reasonably priced? Yeah, I think for four nights it was eight hundred Canadian. That was wow. That's very that good. Yeah, and the hotels there were, like, crazy expensive. Yes. And the food was reasonable, like many other places in the United States. Not as cheap as you would expect, but somewhat reasonable. Um, you know, and I should mention, too, the main drag there, I talked about Bourbon Street, and there's a few other main streets, but Canal Street, sort of the main street, which other areas sort of come off of. You know what I mean? So there's Canal Street, and that's sort of their would be young street sort of mm-hmm. talking if we we're comparing it to toronto so and it's interesting because there's a lot of shopping in there if you know you're into that type of thing plus a street called magazine street too and this is a day trip that i would recommend to anybody Ma- magazine street it winds its way down into the garden district which is which is it's it's walkable, but well over an hour. So if you want to do the hop on, hop off, or take a cab down there, and it's cool. What it's like is would be like Queen Street West in in Toronto for about Very six cool. miles. Great restaurants, great bars, you know, neat little shops and everything. Ton of history. Took a tour down there, learned all about these old mansions and the history of that district and the city. It really was fascinating if you're into that. So. Uh, highly recommend, highly recommend uh, New Orleans. And of course, if you're into jazz, there's a street there called Frenchman's uh, Street, Frenchman Street. That's where the biggest con- uh, concentration of jazz bars and jazz clubs are, if you're into that, uh, sort of more in the nighttime. Well, very but cool. New Orleans, highly recommended, uh, was on my bucket list. Glad I have uh, scratched it off, Howie. Oh, very good. There you have it. There you have it, folks. Another episode of Aging with Energy. That's what this is all about, getting to travel around the world before, you know, you're too old to do any of this. Uh, Today's episode, New Orleans. The Old Guys Travel Show, brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and the Chambers Plan. Mm 
running for a high. 